Hello and welcome to the McYappin Fries Movie Podcast. I'm Gavin. I'm Ian. And we are here with a, sp- a non-spoiler... A review and spoiler cast for Star Trek Beyond. So we'll we'll fire a klaxon off before we go straight into spoilers. We'll, we'll do yeah. a review first. We'll do a little bit of a... We'll do a short little review, a non-spoiler review, and then we'll give you fair warning, and then after that we'll be talking about spoilers. Fair warning, seriously. Yeah, like there'll be a loud fucking noise. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh. Well, so, Star Trek Beyond, it's uh, the Jabrams versus third movie. Um, Justin Lin is directing this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this is a bit of an odd one because the first one was very much setting out the table. Yeah. The second one was, we're not doing can, but we're totally doing can. Yeah. It was like the worst kept secret yes. ever. I think I even said that, that whole pre-publicity nonsense was nonsense. It was nonsensical. And when they actually brought, when they actually revealed it, they shot themselves in the foot. And in the movie, it didn't make any sense because no. it's a big moment for the audience but Kirk and Spock have no fucking clue. And so all that thing yeah. is pointless. Yeah. Because I remember uh, the audience that we saw it with. Like, uh, there was some applause there. Yeah? And I, yeah. And I remember just looking. It was, the, it was the fucking assholes dressed up in their Star Trek uniforms. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like, hey! I'm like, oh, God. It would it was be- it would be Who better. Who let them in here? It's it a would press be, screening. It would have be been better <laughs> if they played that moment down. Because the moment with Spock where he says, usually I don't try to give you... You know, cliff notes on what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. never in all the voyages of the Enterprise have we faced a foe as bad as Khan, yeah. as Khan Noonien Singh, <laughs> and his awesome pecs. Yeah. Um, so Beyond starts the three years into the th- five-year mission. Yes. And space is boring. Yes. And full and, of tiny uh, critters. It's, uh, it's it's starting to get to uh, James T. Kirk because he joined Starfleet on a dare. Yes, and um, this is all in 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 yeah, the. Yeah, uh, this is early. This is early. This is, early. This is all in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, and um, he's trying to find his place in the world. Because I mean, he's, I a, li- think, he's a little lost. I, I mean, th- yeah, he's, I think because I mean, I didn't, I did, a, I did do a, t- a timeline. I put together a timeline mm-hmm. based on the new, the new start dates are different from the old start dates. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, fucking bring it up. Um, I think like Kirk has taken control of the Enterprise younger than he did in the original series. Yeah, um, and he's also facing some of the difficulties he faced old, later in life. Yeah earlier like Kirk became an admiral and it was a big mistake yeah um, he's facing some of those similar decisions now will he give up the, is he give up the chair should he give up the chair yeah that kind of stuff um, and they are out in space the final frontier mm-hmm. and they run into, they, they they go on a rescue mission and shit goes south yeah um, I really enjoyed it I don't think it quite was up there with the first two for me um, I, I mean, like, my favorite is still the first one. Uh, I did like this one much more than uh, Into Darkness. You weren't mad on Into Darkness, if I recall correctly. Well, I, my, I mean, my opinion of Into Darkness is that I think that it's, uh, it's a very, it's a very fast-paced sci-fi action film. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't really hold together for me. No. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... It's just one of those things. I mean, like, I, it, it just didn't really do anything for me. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I, I wasn't bored yeah. when I saw it. And, you know, I mean, it's got some nice bits in there. But this one, what I really, really like about this one is that this one is very much an ensemble piece. Yeah. One of the things I said in my article for the Hype Geek for the top five and worst five articles was a criticism that can be leveled at the worst Star Trek movies is they're an overblown episode. Yeah. And that's usually a criticism. Yeah. This is a big episode, but it's a big episode of the original series. And it works because yeah. of that, I think. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to pay off so many other things, but it is like... It's an adventure. Mm-hmm. It's a big science adventure. Yeah. And what's nice about it is that, you know, there are things that happen in the plot that force the, the crew to be separated. Mm-hmm. And they go off into different factions. Because um, the previous two were very much Jim Kirk. Yeah. And because of that, 
you give you know all of the players something to do. Yeah. Uh, and you get to see characters interact with each other for extended periods of time who don't who haven't really been given the opportunity to interact with each other in the previous two films. And the way they inter- the characters that we're talking about are the characters that you want to see interacting from the original show and movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're a fan of the original series, you know that these people have a nice chemistry. These characters, they, they have a nice banter together. Spock and Bones get a lot more. It's always been just the very surface of it in the last yeah. two movies. In this, they get to spend some extended time together. And there's also the invisible extended time they spend together. They've been, they've been living together now for three years. Yeah, yeah. And it is Starfleet, so... Interpersonal conflicts are a minimum. Yeah. And there's some beautiful moments between Bones and Spock, which yeah. you would get in the old series, which I really, really like. Yeah. And, um, you know... <laughs> Simon Pegg wrote himself a big part. He did. <laughs> he did. Simon Pegg gives himself a fair bit to do in this he one. He does. Um, but to be honest, they were going that way anyway. And it, and it works. They were. The fact that in the last movie, they gave him his own little adventure off on his own in the Rings of Jupiter. Yeah. Even the first movie, he was like, you know, he wasn't part of the crew. He became part of the crew. Yeah. They've always had that thing of making Scotty more because Scotty's what people remember. Yeah. People remember Beam Me Up Scotty. People remember the Klingons. When they yeah. talked about what to do with Star Trek movies, these are the things that the mainstream remembers. Yeah. And uh, Uhura and uh, Sulu, they, they, they get their own little thing together. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Kirk is with uh, Chekhov. Anton yeah. Yeltsin. I mean, watching this... It's sad. It's so sad. Every time he's on screen, you're like, "Fuck." You know, because he's not only is he a, a, not not only is he brilliant uh, as Chekhov, he's a brilliant actor. Yeah, he's such a good actor. He was such a good actor, and it's so he's tragic. great in Fright Night. Charlie Bartlett, Hearts in Atlantis. I haven't. I don't know if I've seen Art Thomas you know, or not. The Beaver. I mean, he's. I, I you know like I. I'm a fan. I I, yeah. I I was always a fan. I was a fan, you know, dating back to Hearts of Atla- uh, Hearts in Atlantis, the, the Stephen King adaptation that Scott Hicks directed, where he uh, co-starred alongside mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins. I thought he was great in that. Um, you know, House of, House of D, not a great film, but he's really good in it. House of D was the film that David Duchovny directed oh, okay. with, with Robin Williams. Um, and as soon as you see him on screen, you're just oh god. Yeah. Um, and I remember in the first film when he first started speaking. It was brilliant. Yeah. You know? When he's like, Alpha, Alpha, Winer. Yeah, Victor, 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 Victor you know? I mean, it. it's just like, oh, brilliant, brilliant. And just knowing that he's gone and that he's not going to be... He's not going to be around for that. He's he's not, there's he's the fourth, gonna... which is already confirmed movie. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, it was just uh, every... T- I mean, I, I got over it after a while, but like the first couple of times you see him on screen, yeah, I, I felt really sad. Um, and he gets more to do in this film than he's... Than he was given in the uh, the first two movies combined. Yeah, uh, all of them do actually. Yeah. They all they all get so much there's because there's no baggage to clear up. This is like this is them having an adventure. Yeah, um, and uh, obviously Justin Lin took a lot of tricks from Abrams. There's a lot of the uh, Enterprise on its ass or on its side. Yeah. There's a lot of running down corridors on their sideways. Yeah, um, which is obviously Starfleet should probably look into non-slip corridors. Yeah, because there's a lot of sliding around on those floors. There is. There is. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that's what I really liked about this one is that there are a lot of this one out of all three Star Trek movies has the most character moments. Yeah, and that's usually not the case in the third film in a trilogy. Normally, the first movie is the one with all the character moments, yeah. and then it just becomes action, action, set piece, set piece, set piece, action, action, set piece. Yeah, and and those set pieces are there. Yeah, and you know that that whole thing with the with the motorcycle uh, that 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 pissed me off in the first trailer. Yeah. It, it works. There, it works. There's a reason for it being there. Fair um, to, fair to, from the first trailer, Fair to just in the lane, he made the motorbike and Beastie Boys work. Yes. The Beastie Boys yeah, the, is there like, there. You, know, you, got, you got the Beastie Boys thing happening in the trailer, and it, like in, in the trailer, you're just like, man, fuck this movie. Yeah. You know, but there's a reason for it here. And it works. And it works. But it, it's also one of those things where like when it does come up, 
you can kind of sort of feel the audience sort of going here's the mo here's the here's the moment where i decide either to just go with it yes or just be a dick and I'd be, be like, fuck this movie <laughs> fuck this movie and i went with it yeah. by the time by the time that moment happened it felt earned you gotta surf that wave yeah like, <laughs> literally literally um Idris Elba is the villain this time around. Yeah. And uh, he's, um, he's, all... su he's suitably evil. Yeah, he's suitably evil. I mean, he, it's, a, it's a creepy character. Um, they do come off a little bit. The, the villains do come off like the Kazon from Voyager. Remember those yes, guys? Yes, they yes, used to Because yes. they used, they attacked the Enterprise by just I mean, like, breaching I, I do remember like watching the trailers. I was a little concerned about that because in, they look better in the, in the actual film. Yeah. In the trailer, because you don't really see them all that much, it did kind of look like, well, this is just like, you know, Farscape with a little bit more money. Hey, shut up. Um, <laughs> yeah, if there's one thing, you you, know, if, if you're going to plunder the history, if you're going to plunder the history of Star Trek, especially, and take... especially the Jailer character, like, uh, you know, the, uh, the Sophia Butella character, yeah. like she did not come across great in the trailer. No, not at all. But if you're going to do, like, you're going to pillage the history of Star Trek and you're going to pick things out and you're going to make do, you know, things that remind you of other elements of it, mm -hmm. the one thing you don't want to do is remind people of the fucking Kazon. Those fucking <laughs> awful-haired losers from Voyager. <laughs> Space losers. They were fucking carny folk. Yeah. They were awful. But essentially, like, the plot is that, uh, yeah, the beginning of the film, they're three years into a five-year mission... And they they stop off at this space station called Yorktown. Yeah, three years, is, three three boring years by the sounds of things. Yeah, which is the worst name ever for a space. <laughs> for a space, it, well, it's, it's like a York, space, but it's like York. It's, it's like it's like a space station planet almost. I yeah, I mean it's it's like Elysium. Yeah, it's like Elysium, or it's like the Citadel from Mass Effect. But Yorktown yeah. is also you know, yeah, Siege of Yorktown. It's a historical thing. Maybe because we're not American, we don't get it as much. Probably. But, I mean, there's um, another ship that turns up called the Franklin. So maybe that's but yeah, so they stop off there, and while they're there, you know, like uh, Spock gets some information, uh, James Kirk gets some information, and and uh, they're forced, to, you know, not forced, but they have to go on this rescue mission, and they go off on this rescue mission with the two main guys, Spock and uh, Kirk, being at kind of like crossroads, and they're not entirely sure of where they're going next. But not at loggerheads with each other. No, no, not with each other. Cool. It's, it's, it, it's, they got their own personal demons that they need to sort out, and they're sort of keeping quiet about it to each other because they don't want to affect the mission and what yeah. have you. And that's sort of when the story kicks into gear and then that's where you get the stuff that, that you see in the trailer where the, um, where the Starship Enterprise gets fucked up. Totally fucked up. Yeah, like really fucked up. Yeah. But you know what? Great. I, yeah. mean, I mean, like that sequence was, was bre I, you know, it was breathless. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that's one of the best uh, sci-fi sequences I've seen in a while. Oh. You know, where it's just like, fucking mayhem yeah yeah <laughs> and it was really nicely done like again you know you're talking about the the geography of war the geography of battle and even yeah, this is all tying to that senior writing isn't it you know it's like, <laughs> you're very into this well, at the moment no but no but it's you know it's you know it, it's the difference between an action sequence from peter jackson and an action sequence from michael bay yes you know michael bay is very much like he believes in chaos yeah. and so chaos is you know, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Of Peter Jackson's organized chaos with a point to it, and the dwarves jump over the seals, and then it's all, yeah, booyah, you know, motherfucker. Whereas with Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson understands the geography of war, and he understands that as an, as a, as an audience member, you need to know where shit's coming from in yep. order for you to get a sense of things. Because when you, when you sort of pull back and see just how much the odds are stacked against you, yeah. you, you feel for the characters. Whereas Michael Bay has this whole idea of like, Put the camera right in the middle of it yeah. and shake it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does. It's something that like Nicholas. I Mayer, mean, I mean, they, they both have their. You know, I mean, like I like. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I know. You're an you apologist. Know. Yeah. But there's a. I mean, there's a thing with like 
Star Trek movies, the only one who had managed prior to this to make the space stuff work was Nicholas Mayer with Wrath of Khan and um, yeah. uh, the, uh, the Undiscovered Country. And it's because in the Wrath of Khan, it's two crippled starships, starships circling each other like submarines. Mm-hmm. Like he, he realized Star I thought, Trek. I is thought un- Undiscovered Country was um, William Shatner directed that. No, that was the, the Frial and Frontier. That was five. Oh, right, okay. So, but he, he realized that this is, a, you know, to get these spaceships to make sense and the way you battle them is they are submarines. It is a submarine movie. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine put a comment on one of my posts about this as well. I was like, you know, Breath of Canada is one of the best submarine movies ever made. Um, and in, in, in The Undiscovered Country, it's between the Enterprise that can't see a cloaked bird of prey. Right. And like, you know, it's like, back up, back up, back up. And it's like, Christopher Plum was like, can he see us? What's going on there? And it's this kind of, you know, it's the same thing as The Hunt for Red October. Will he crazy Ivan? Can he see us? Are we in his wake? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This came up with a very good solution to that. Because even Into Darkness fell into this where they're, they're broadsiding each other. You yeah. know, like, like sailing ships. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas it is hard to do. I think Next Generation maybe got to the end of it when they were doing all good things. Mm-hmm. Where they had the starships attack each other from multiple angles. Because it is, space is big. Yeah. It's hard to do close quarter battles where you shouldn't be just like, why shouldn't I just be a light year away and firing missiles? Anybody need gas? Yeah, it's a Frankie going by. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they make that work really, really well. Um, yeah, Justin Lin does very well with the action. The one thing I'd say with the action is that in 3D, it hurts it a bit. Yeah, um, because, it, I mean, it's like uh, the, the hand-to-hand stuff is mostly, like, really close. Like, you know, yeah, like... And like, that like, doesn't like, work for... We did another review of Ghostbusters, and in that, when you see the 3D stuff or whatever, it's built for it and... You're far enough away that it makes sense. Yeah. There are plenty of fight scenes in this where you are far away, but once you get close, and especially when the ship is under attack, yeah. the ship is shaking, the people are shaking, yeah. and in 3D, that just does like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Can't see it. Yeah. Um, and there's also a prolonged section that takes place at night, which suffers really badly from the darkness you get from the lenses and 3D glasses. Yeah. Um, you want, what's her name? But- Butella? Um, what was her name? Oh, Jayla. Jayla. Her, yeah. her character... Uh, it's she gets to have a good uh, good run. It's like it's a it's a new character that Kirk doesn't just get to fuck, you know. And it's like yeah. it's it's they introduce an alien that's pretty kind of cool and mm-hmm. has her own arc and everything. Mm-hmm. Kral has his own arc. Um, fucking even Keenser's in it for quite a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he gets to have a point as opposed to just the little weird dude. Yep. Uh, Keenser is uh, Scotty's buddy. There's a nice moment between them near the end as well, actually, right? Yeah, and uh, Keenser, you know, I mean, like um, Steve Roy. He's, but he's also, um, was, wasn't he... Um, he's the Oompa Loompas in um, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Burton's right. dad. He's been in loads of Burton movies. That's right. That's I think right. he's in Batman Returns as well, or one of the Batman movies as well. He's probably play, I think he plays one of the Penguins. <laughs> wasn't he also, like, wasn't he also um, John Rhys-Davies' uh, Gimli double? Yes, I think he was. In, Did you uh, see him in the behind-the-scenes shots, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's in Everything Story? Oh, he was the snail rider. That's right. Yeah. I remember Snail that. rider. He was the snail racer. He was in The Corpse Bride. He's in Big Fish. He's in The Haunted Mansion. He's in Alice in, Ch- Alice in Chains. Well, Corp Reach outside. Well, I mean, like, I, I really enjoy this one. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think just because the first one set out the stall so well, and the second one did the reversal of the end of Wrath of Khan for me, which just got me in the right place. Mm-hmm. The moment Scotty says, Sir... I think you'd best get down here. That just, from that moment onwards, the way they reverse that, mm-hmm. gone. Waterworks. I was just like, they're doing it. I can't believe they're doing it. It's audacious. And I was totally on board with it. 
Yeah, you see, I was the opposite. Like, yeah. I wasn't on board. I think you remember doing that for the touchdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for me, that was like, that's great. Although, slightly spoiled by uh, Quinto's... Gun! At the end of it. <laughs> it wasn't quite the Shatner one. No, no, no. <sighs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, good movie. I mean, uh, good movie. And just to see where they're going to do next. They said they've confirmed the fourth and Chris Hemsworth is going to be back. So obviously, I'm guessing time travel. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't see any other way you can do it. Yeah. I think, did you say it or did Uma say it, that they actually, Lynn came up with nice ways, different ways to shoot the Enterprise? Yeah, yeah, I think Uma said that. Yeah, yeah. he came up with some really nice ways, like there's a, the, the launch from Yorktown is mm-hmm. quite interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, you don't get to see the sparkles, I'm guessing he's not a fan. Mm-hmm. The the pixie dust that the Enterprise left behind itself uh, mm-hmm. when it went to warp in the other ones. I, I, I like the warp. I like the warp effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like the, the, the pixie dust at the end, I wasn't so mad on. Yeah, but yeah, I thought yeah. that, that where the, the saucer section looks like it's extending away from the nacelles yeah, yeah. and snaps back, that yeah. was really cool. Was nice. This is a lot more grounded in a certain... Like, literally, it's on the planet for most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, interesting movie. Good movie. Should we move on to spoilers? Let's move into spoilers. So there's only three of, of Kral's crew left. Where did the rest of the people come from? Didn't he say in his log, in his log there's only three of us left? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we had an army, right? Yeah. He did, he did mention drone stuff. That's right, that's but right. But there was still enough yeah, of our yeah, soldiers yeah. running around. So where the fuck did those people come exactly. from? Exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Unless he kept some from every crew, maybe. And, um, I mean, the only really big twist in this film is the Idris Elba character. Yeah, and, and what his ties are. And, you know, how he sort of connects to Starfleet and why he hates Starfleet so much why he hates the Federation so much yeah um, and I, I mean we don't have to go into that I mean it's interesting as well like I said earlier of all the Star Trek things you pick from to put in your movie yeah you don't want to recommend the Kazon but my god there's an awful lot of Enterprise references in this mm-hmm. there's, there's a ship they find at the end that they end up using that is very much like the NX-01 Enterprise they reference the Makos which are the Marines that were on board the Enterprise from season 2 the Zindi War is actually mentioned because all of that happened before Nero traveled through time so Captain Archer still exists in this universe. And as, uh, you know, if you're interested in Star Trek, you probably know by now that uh, they are introducing the fact that Sulu is gay. Yep. Um, his, uh, so it's very minor. It's very throwaway. It's very minor. I mean, it's not even mentioned. It's just something that you see, like, yeah. uh, that, that, you know, James just notices something. For a brief moment, because it's Justin Lin and because it's an, he's an Asian husband, I thought for a second it was Han from The Fast and the Furious, but it wasn't him. <laughs> no, I mean, like, no, um, the... The uh, the guy who plays Sulu's husband is uh, uh, Doug Young, who yeah. um, co-wrote, co-wrote the movie. Co-wrote the movie, yeah. With Simon Pegg. Yes, Simon Pegg. Montgomery Scotty Scott. Yep. Uh, <sighs> um, yeah, the Enterprise gets well fucked. Like, I mean, which again is nice that it ties together with the search for Spock, because mm-hmm. that's when there's a lovely scene of um, Shatner on when they transport into the planet and they blow up the Klingons he's like what have I done and there's just like the shot of the Enterprise burning through the atmosphere mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they did again it seems like they homaged um, homaged um, generations because mm-hmm. who knew the original Enterprise had a saucer section that could separate yeah which is kind of cool um, but the crash of that is very similar to the crash of the Enterprise D but obviously that was a model mm-hmm. and this looks far fucking better. Yeah. And also at that moment, like the, the reflection, like the, the, you see Kirk's pod. Yeah. Yeah. It's way more. Yeah. No, it has more emotion in that moment than the rest of generations and all the next generation movies put together. Don't get me wrong. Enough. Next generation is my favorite Star Trek on television. The movies never did good for me. No, I mean that, that, that section is very, very nicely done. Yeah. Um, oh, and they use the next generation font at the end, which is good. Um, I mean, like, no, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. I did feel that the pace kind of lagged a bit 
once they crashed. Mm-hmm. But I think that the only reason I felt that was because up until then it was so relentless. Yeah, it's hell for a letter. You know, because um, when the action hits, I mean, it is pretty damn relentless. Yeah. Um, there's the one character that has not been in any of the trailers, and that's the character that is the reason for this rescue trip in the first place. Yeah. Um, Kalara. Like Kalara, yeah, where, you know, basically she, she tells them, like, no, they, they that, um, help my crew, they crashed. Help my crew, you know, you need to rescue my crew, but and then she turns out to be a double agent, yeah. and, um, and like, what's, what's really nice is, because it's still, the tech is a little bit older, the universal translator. Yeah, it doesn't just like it doesn't just translate for the audience. You hear her speaking in alien and it's yeah, speaking in yeah, English. It's, that it's, was kind of cool. It's slightly late. Yeah, that, 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 that was nice. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say there? The ships, things. Fuck, there's something else. You put me off. Damn it. Um. So the thing with Kirk and Spock is Kirk is thinking of taking a vice admiralty because he's bored. He's slightly bored on the starship. He's not sure where, where where his place is. Yeah. Spock is looking to go populate Vulcan because it really nice the way they dealt with the the death the passing of uh, Leonard Nimoy yeah and um, he gets given the news and it is really you know because Zachary Quinto and him got very close you know I think some publicity buff guff about like when he like the scenes they shot were you know very much informed by that like it's his feeling for losing his mentor kind of a thing right, right, right. Um, and that was really nicely handled I thought yeah um, at the end it does say you know for Leonard and for Anton which is nice subtle way of handling it yeah um yeah, Kral wrecks shit. Uh, Manus is a little bit underdeveloped, his character. I mean, we've got some stuff there. The jumping around transporter shit makes makes sense now again because the trailer made it look like, well, if they have dodgy transporters, they shouldn't be doing that. But mm-hmm. it actually works out well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, the, and the whole thing with the motorcycle, like in, in the in the trailer, it just makes it look like, oh. Can't uh, stand it. Not like I planned it. It just looks too much. Well, I mean, in, in the trailer, it basically looks like that that's put in there because they gave, they passed the mantle to the guy who did Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um, whereas there, it, it makes complete sense. It makes complete sense in the film. Yeah. The whole thing with Beastie Boys and all that also makes complete sense in the film. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, in, in a way. I mean, no, I mean they find a reason for it to yeah. be there. And what is it like? It's UHF. It's like, huh? Radio and then radio waves. You said radio waves. We need something loud and noisy, right? Or yeah, something yeah, like that? L- loud and distracting. What did the, what did um, what did uh, she say? Kayla say when it's like, um, I like the beats and the shouting or something. Yeah, I like I like the beats and the shouting. <laughs> Jayla. Jayla. You know, so, yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, skip to the end. There's a space skip to, reference. Yeah, yeah. If you, if that, if you love space. If you're a space fan. God bless you, Simon Peck. That was, I was like grinning like an yeah, idiot. Yeah. I, I think I was, there's a couple of moments where I was laughing and no one else in the cinema was. I yeah, think yeah. that was one where I was like, ha! Because <laughs> it's funny. That's one thing we forgot to mention. It is quite it is funny at times. Funny. Like the way they open with the weapon. Which turns out to be the, the main thing for yeah, the yeah, yeah. fucking movie. And these fucking cat, cat aliens. Yeah, yeah. All right, Kevin. It's like, this is a gift. Why? What's wrong with it? Yes. <laughs> did they steal it? What? Where, they, where did they get it from? Uh, they're not sure. They stole it. <laughs> it is a great insult. They want They want peace. They want to eat us. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like this huge thing that they jumped down at the size of cats. Yeah, no, that's great. That's that was great. fun. There was, there was one near the end I was laughing at as well. I can't remember. There was some line Kirk said that was just very referenced to the old stuff. Ugh. Like, I was laughing at the Beastie Boys when that happened. It was like, I was one over. I was good-natured. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the, there's a very, very nice moment between McCoy and Spock, where Spock calls him Leonard. Yeah. And also, he says, you know, they're up against it. And he's like... Like, I was under the impression that my respect for you was always was, was clear. Or something, yeah. Something like that. You exactly. Know? That, that was a very nice thing. And you that, know? that's what you want from that relationship. The two yeah. of them are like cantankerous like that, but it's because they really love each other. Yeah. yeah. It's again, I think I put it on Facebook a while ago. My favorite McCoy mm-hmm. moment is always just from... 
the Rat where it's like Spock and Savick are in the lift and she stops the lift and they're talking for a bit and there's a beat it didn't show up in the clip I put on Facebook because it just shows the end of the clip mm-hmm. but there's about a beat or two and the doors just open the two of them are standing there awkwardly and the doors just open and McCoy's says like who's holding up the damn elevators <laughs> <laughs> and it's always I love that although McCoy and Civvies is like sexy Carl Urban yeah he's got his buttons unbuttoned he's yeah, got a cool yeah, little yeah, chain yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like this is not the forest Kelly yeah Although he did wear a chain in one of the movies, I think Star Trek One, the motion picture. He's got like a chain and like his shirt open because mm-hmm. he's a sexy man. And one of, and one of the and of course like the, the very the, one of the biggest laughs in, in the film is like Spock, what's your favorite color? Oh yes, <laughs> I, was I, do, I was like, I, I do not see how this. Does. Ah! <laughs> uh, it says that uh, you know you if, you, if you're surprised, if it's a surprise. <laughs> well, based upon my experiences, your supposition is incorrect. <laughs> And he says, it's horseshit. Yes, yeah, so there's yeah, a lot of horseshit going to, on. To use it, to and there's a nice moment with Sulu where it's like, can you fly this thing? He's like, are you kidding? <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's a good fun movie. Hopefully it does, does well. And when they actually finally take off, there's that look at Sulu and check off like, that. Yeah, he's like, like oh, no. <laughs> Again, it's these character beats that carry the, the movie through. It's something else recently where I thought that it was some TV show or something that was like, the character beats what I want more of and this actually delivered in spades. Yeah. I don't know what that was. Yeah, no, that's oh. what I liked most about this was the character beats. It's yeah. like and and, Simon and this is and why you this is why you rebooted this because those characters are so interesting. And Simon Pegg is famous for just being the, the biggest fucking Star Trek fan, yeah. you know, so and it shows. And there's no bullshit with warp like he takes the cells off. You can't go to warp. Fair dues. Yeah. There's none of the bullshit from the first one where they eject the warp core and then still fly away. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but yeah, they really fucked the Enterprise. Those guys had a good plan. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they really <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> but anyway, go see it. If yep. you're a Star Trek fan, you'll you'll really enjoy it. And even if you're, you know, sort of indifferent about Star Trek, but you really like a good sci-fi adventure, yeah, it this it is works. a fun summer blockbuster. Yeah, it, and, it, it, and it, in, it, a, in a summer that has been sorely lacking fun. Yeah, you know. If you like the show, give us a rating on iTunes. We're, we're on there as McGeffer Fries. Uh, you can email us your opinions, whether you thought differently, or agree with us at podcast at McGeffaFries.com. We're also on Stitcher if you search for us there. Um, you can tweet us at McGeffer Fries, at McGeffer Fries on Twitter. Anything else, uh, please go to our sponsors, greenroom136.com. Uh, use this promo code MacYap10, and uh, you can get a 10% discount on their pretty cool bags. So check those out. Guaranteed for life, I believe. And uh, we will catch you next time. Let us know what you thought of the new format as well. We just do movies or you want to see more news stuff. Or maybe we'll do a news one ever so often with big news. Yeah. We're 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 trying different stuff. Yes. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.